0: This
1: week in the world of news, from books, beards, and oh All right. As always, I am Bob of Tales by Bob. I'm the Ask the Podcast, Derek.
2: I am creative consultant, best person, Tanya.
1: Wait, you know, well, hold you, on. All right, you kind of like... All right, so we... We, I just we, don't. That title we, feels weird. We soft agreed to creative consultant. Yeah. But now you're adding like best person. Well, like best I at am. what? Like best that's at what being I a best
2: at being a me. Hello.
0: Well,
1: I wouldn't want. I'm just one not idea. sure if you are though. Couldn't... Yeah,
2: but you both have like zingy titles, and while creative consultant sounds really good on my resume, it feels clunky. We'll
0: come up with a better
2: title. I just did. Best person.
0: No, the one that's accurate. I'm saying I'm an ass. Bob is...
1: I, Bob. I Factually,
2: I... Tales by Yeah, Bob. factually, Bob.
1: I am, in fact, Yeah. Mm.
2: I still feel like best person.
1: Yeah, that's not going to be best person. Um, <gasps> all right, you can ponder it, but it's not... Greatest
2: be... person? Marvelous?
1: Accurate. Let's, let's... We said to be accurate. Yeah. All Stupendous. right, so let's dive into our news. <laughs> uh, so this headline is That's some pig, who
2: oh, boy,
1: because, yeah, ba- not, not babe, what Charlotte? Um, Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte was a blue ribbon Wilbur? pig. Wilbur. Yeah, Charlotte. Was a Charlotte is a spooter. Yeah, y'all are yeah. killing me already. Yeah. Like, this is... I am. I am. I am very sleep deprived. Um, so
2: hopped up on crawfish and taters.
1: Yeah. So uh, the pig Wilbur. Uh, was a blue ribbon pig. And yeah, what is most week. the most famous blue ribbon of them all? PBR. <laughs> PBR. Yeah. So PBR now has a whiskey.
2: Oh, nice.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. So you have to get your label approved by the government before you can sell.
2: Yes. We so ta- what people We talked have, about that during the government shutdown. Yeah. That's what
1: we call so, a
0: throwback.
1: So I what am. people do, what I've learned people have started doing, Close is back. they... Look, like I guess they do freedom of information requests, or I don't know if this shit just gets posted or what. But they look at these labels to see what's going to be coming out. Oh, I get that. So PBR has not officially announced this, but, but it's been leaked. But the label has been found. Huh. So, all right, it's 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 PBR whiskey. It's mash bill is 52% corn, 27% malted barley, 17% wheat, and 4% rye. It's going to be 80 proof. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to be whiskey, it has to be aged.
2: Yeah. But Tanya, not very long.
1: Tanya, how long, according to the label, does PBR age their whiskey?
2: Like, the minimum was like four months?
1: Five seconds.
2: <laughs> oh, excuse me?
1: Yeah. Um, the law what? said it needs to be aged to be called whiskey, so we aged it for the perfect time, five seconds. Any more means people would have to wait too long, any less, and it wouldn't be aged to perfection, is a quote.
2: So is it just real strong PBR beer? Okay, so apparently this? apparently,
1: this is, in fact, a thing. It's what's referred to as a white whiskey. yeah. yeah. A mm-hmm. white whiskey is uh it's also known as white dog whiskey. Um I don't they didn't say white pupper whiskey, but I I feel like that was understood. Get that guy. But it's, it's basically a raw, unfinished product on its way to becoming a grown up whiskey. Puppy. So yeah, so Huh. that'll be hitting shelves soon.
2: <laughs> I just want to preemptively be like yikes.
1: I mean,
0: you know, we're gonna have to try
1: it. Oh yeah, no, I'm. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that they'll have it around here.
2: Yeah, or not if if not in Alabama, we, we know it. people in Georgia. Well, and I mean, Florida. PB,
1: they sell PBR here. Well, yeah, so I feel yeah but that like doesn't mean
2: would, Alabama gets the cool whiskeys. True,
1: but we, we have, have plenty of
0: other really cool whiskeys, though.
1: Yeah, we have. They have distributorship here in Alabama, though, so I yeah. feel like the distributor would at least push for it. Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah, so. I think. I think. It will be one of those, it may not taste good, but I think people are going to do a run on it. Because it's PBR, and you got the novelty of it, and PBR is yeah. not all that great, but there's definitely a resurgence. You know what I think it's
1: going to taste like? Heaven Hill. It's going to taste like my cheap-ass Heaven Hill. It's because it's basically just grain spirit. It's not aged. The only reason my Heaven Hill is dark is because they put a little whiskey in it. Yeah. Um. It's... It it's going to come out. It's going to be clear unless Ever they clear. add unless they add some food color to it.
2: What if it's going to be gross like Pepsi clear? That was real terrible.
1: It was. Yeah. Um. But the uh, like what is that shit? That blue stuff that Keith's been having us. I don't even know. But that it's, is some trash. It's a mason jar. You can get it at the ABC store. It's like moonshine in a jar, oh, but it's blue. It yeah. looks like antifreeze, and I, antifreeze would honestly taste better. It that, really um, would. And, like and old Smoky sweet.
2: and shit like that? Maybe something like that, yeah. Ugh, it's so it's bad.
1: It's awful. And he mixed, last time we played d oh d he mixed it into one of those new vanilla orange yuck. Coke Zeros. And you would think <laughs> that much flavor could kind of maybe sort of mask how awful it was. No. It did not. It just added complexity to the awfulness. Yuck. It was yuck. real trash.
0: Yuck, yuck, yuck. I, I think the exact quote was, wow, that definitely tastes blue. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. tastes blue. Yeah, Great. but
1: not a good blue. It tastes, Aww. it's a bad blue. It's a very, very bad blue. Yikes. All right. So this headline is Don't Get to the Choppa.
2: Don't get to the Choppa. Well, yeah. You don't, don't, don't want to shave off choppa. your beard.
1: Exactly. Because, uh, old Arnie, Arnold Schwarzenegger, is growing himself a beard. Yeah. Looks good. I haven't I seen saw it. it. I saw it. Uh, He unveiled it in a attack ad on Trump. uh, Because I don't know if you're aware of this, Arnie real don't like Trump, and he kind of he's famous, so he's kind of got a platform. So every so often, he releases little videos attacking. Well, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is also the
2: governor of California.
1: Was was I
2: know, but I'm saying like he's not. He doesn't have a platform just because he was famous. He was also a politician. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I'm saying he has a platform. So yes, I mean I can make a video attacking a government official.
2: You go to jail if you do that.
1: Well, no, I'm not attacking, not actually attacking. Not I yet. mean, like verbally attacking. Yeah. Like I could go make a Hillary, Ted Cruz hate mixtape right now, and
2: okay, uh, Bernie,
0: bro. But
1: no one, no Jeez. one would listen. No one would care. <laughs> like, cause fundamentally, who am I? People listen when Arnie says some stuff. Anyway, yeah. that's not what we're here about. Yeah, because
0: we're trying to figure out what the hell he's saying.
1: <laughs> he's not saying get to the chopper. Huh?
2: He's got that mouthful of cotton balls. Don't judge
0: him. He's a great
1: man. And he's, he's is. Mu-
2: and he's multilingual. Yeah. I should not make fun.
1: Um, so but it's not the first time he sported facial hair. Yeah. He's had facial hair a few times since he kinda got out of movies. Uh but he had one in The Running Man. Huh. If you did remember he? that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think he had it for the whole movie, but for part of the movie he did. <laughs> I never Because I kinda looked up the history of Arnold's facial hair when I saw this. But like it's it's a good looking beard, very, very silvery. You know, he's getting on up there in years. Mm. Yeah. So a good looking beard. Um. <laughs> so next, what would Jesus do? Grow a luscious beard. beard. I think he was born with one. I think that was a, a miracle that didn't make it into the Bible because Big Razor edited the Bible. Oh yeah. yeah. So
0: God, that
1: Big Razor. You know what it, it is, is, right? It is. It's, it's the
0: Council of Nicaea.
1: Yeah. That's when yeah. they did it. You rearrange the letters of Nicaea, you get Razor. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's Gillette. Accurate. Gillette. You, <laughs> you rearrange the letters of Nicaea, it spells Gillette. Oh, Backwards. no. All right. and upside down. I think
2: it's on the back of all the Da Vinci things, too.
1: Probably. All right, that's so this this tickled my pickle oh. because Getting I've, saucy heard, in here, I've okay. heard this argument made a bunch jokingly, but never seen it actually play out. Okay. So a New Jersey firefighter has filed a civil rights lawsuit alleging that he's being forced to shave a beard he says he grew for religious reasons. Yeah, but he's Christian. Okay, that's that's the that's the thing. I've never seen like I've seen where like Sikh men, uh-huh. uh huh, they are like name me name me a Christian church that says you have to have a beard.
2: I mean Amish, you can't cut your
1: Amish, but.
2: They can't... They're they're not supposed to...
1: But they also don't join pl- firefighters and the oh, army and oh, stuff like, like that. Oh, like
2: barns don't catch fire.
1: Huh? <laughs> Jeez.
2: Amish don't use electricity. Amish. Amish. <laughs> they all have candles. Like barns don't catch fire.
1: I'm saying... Look.
2: They get the fast horses look. and they go ding, ding, ding in their buggies. Oh,
1: my God. No, my point is... <laughs> I've never heard of a Christian... No, be, I get it. Yeah, that's yeah, my point. No, I've I never heard it. of a Christian suing for this. I'm being silly. I get it. Um, so, but, so he says in his lawsuit, he began growing out his beard in December because he's a born-again Christian. Uh, and he says the department is threatening to suspend him without pay because the fire department guidelines prohibit beards and goatees. The reason why is because they wear those masks. Yeah, the they respirators. Wear the respirators. Yeah. And they say that that can... Uh, break the seal. Break maybe. the seal. Okay. Yeah. So when I read that I read one article about this like well okay like dude like I get I get it but the, On the seal other hand, yeah. but the seal <laughs> but oh but here's the catch He's not actually a firefighter anymore. He got promoted. He doesn't go fight fires anymore. So
2: he's a paper pusher.
1: No, he's his actual job is he's the air mask technician. And he says the only time he ever responds to fires is to go refill air bottles.
2: So he doesn't like, have to wear the respirators. Yeah, he, he doesn't
1: really have to. And so, like, I found another article. Like, I I, I did a surprisingly deep dive on on what on face value seemed kind of uh, thing, but he actually. So he's right now he's getting his master's of Divin- divinity from Rock Bridge Theological Seminary in Springfield, Missouri, um, and he's the police and fireman's chaplain there. In Atlantic City uh, but he's like the preacher at this Pentecostal church and he doesn't require that all men in his church wear beards but he says that scripture like yeah, you're supports not it to, you're not supposed to cut um, your facial hair yeah. he says and here's a quote he says I believe that it is a requirement because it is a natural occurrence it's the way that God created us in the Old Testament it was forbidden to cut your beard that was a forbidden practice. So, most of the prophets, Aaron, Moses, Jesus Christ himself, according to my research into the Bible, they wore beards following the Jewish law. Yeah. And so he had a beard, and then he joined the firefighting. He had became it. a firefighter, so he had to shave it. But now he's got promoted. He doesn't have to fight the fires anymore. He's like, well, then shit, let me grow my fucking beard, bro. So now he's always going to fight the man. And so now he's fighting the man. Hmm. Yeah. Neat. Surprisingly hmm. complex for.
2: Interesting. But yeah, I
1: thought because like I've seen where other religions have filed suit yeah. on religious grounds. I just never seen a Christian do yeah. the same.
2: Yeah, interesting. Curious. Neat. Neat.
1: No, Nicaea. Nicaea. Nice. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. this next headline is: You've never wanted a beer this badly. Are I've we never sure? wanted
2: a beer or a beard? beer beer. Beer.
1: You've never wanted a beer this badly. Oh, I thought you said beer. First aid followed last call at a queen's bar where an enraged patron gnawed the tip off a bouncer's right pinky.
2: I'm sorry. Excuse me.
1: <laughs> the assailant chopped down on the digit when veteran bar worker Arthur Diovanni, age 52, refused to let him inside the El California Sports Bar in Jackson Heights about 10 minutes after the 4 a.m. closing time. The guy wanted to come into the bar, Giovanni told the Daily News. I told him no. The guy grabs my hat. I grab my hat back. That's when he bit my finger.
2: Nod the Nod, tip. Nod.
1: Did not bite finger. it. it bit, bit it off.
2: It off. <laughs> OFF off.
1: <laughs> OFF off. Yikes. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Um, he Yikes. says he really regrets it because like, the hat was only worth $3. And they were unable to reattach the tip of his pinky. So, like, are we talking over... about
0: a full digit, or no, like, it was like just... the
1: tip? It was like, uh, just from what I, just the tip. Um, from <laughs> what I gather, it was like about the nail, okay, part. That's... Yeah, still. still, you know, like, I
2: could see like you could maybe bite the like knuckle down,
1: see, that's but I just I to
2: bite in the middle of the bone, you just
1: got a knuckle down on it.
0: I, I assume he beat <laughs> two knuckles like six shades of shit out of this dude for biting his finger. Well, I think, off.
1: He, I think, I, I think he ran off. I oh. think like he did that. And so I, think, and I think the, I think the, the bouncer I mean, I was ran too. The, the bouncer was like, Oh shit, I'm short of pinky. I'm short of I'm short a knuckle on my pinky and he didn't feel super motivated to chase the guy down at that point because he was dealing How with How you
2: gonna throw a punch when you ain't got all your all your all your digits?
1: Yeah. So yeah. Over huh. yeah. So like I wanted a beer real bad. That's insane. Real bad.
0: Or bath salts.
1: Uh, yeah, if I, it
2: was Florida, this would make way more sense.
1: Alright, last little bit of news that I'm bringing to the table today is titled, I'd Like a First Helping. No.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay, so hmm. Second Coming, a comic book series with Jesus Christ as a character, is getting a second chance after DC Comics canceled it last month before oh. its release. You know, it's not the first time Jesus Swamp Thing once did an arc where he went, yeah, yeah. went jumping through time and showed up to the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like Swamp Thing was at the crucifixion. Yes. Bet you didn't know that. That didn't make it in the Bible.
0: No. God, we're Bible centric
1: today. I know. We well, are, it is a
2: Sunday, so every Sunday, now and then Sunday, Sunday, we need Sunday. to.
1: I was about to say, no, it's, not, it's fucking Saturday, but yeah, no. It, when they hear this, it is Sunday. God, I'm on it. I am. I'm out of it. It's been a rough, <sighs> a in, rough little bit. In
0: our defense, you probably would have made that mistake when you weren't. Probably half dead. Probably because I think we've had this exact conversation before. Yeah, probably.
2: Today's not Wednesday. (laughs) It will be when they hear it.
1: Jeez. All right. So uh, the the series, written by Mark Russell and drawn by Richard Pace, will be published by Ahoy Comics this summer. In the satirical comic, Jesus has a superhero roommate named Sunstar and learns what has become of his gospel on Earth. It sounds pretty cool, right? Uh, so i'll I'll, I'll tell you more about it so russell said his inspiration for second coming was to tell a story about power in particular about how society and i quote has fetishized physical violence and force as being the solution to every problem yeah during a recent telephone interview russell said that his goal was to examine that notion by having a superhero who's bought into this ideology being forced to confront somebody who has a completely different approach to human dynamics Christ seemed like a natural standard bearer for that nonviolent approach. The conceit is that God was so upset with Jesus' performance the first time he came to Earth, since he was arrested so soon and crucified shortly after, that he's kept him locked up ever since. So he's let him loose, and his roommate is basically Superman. And so it's like, hey, Superman, maybe you shouldn't hit that guy. You know? Huh. Like,
0: I am tentatively interested.
1: I'm intrigued by the concept. Like, I, I... It's, I mean, it's a, just a six... Ep- my understanding is it's only going to be a uh, six-episode series. Like, it's not issue. ongoing. Yeah, six-issue uh, series, I believe. So, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'd buy that trade.
2: My curiosity is peaked just from, the like, the idea of God going, Well, Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> go to your room. You're in timeout well, for a I- while because you did not do well. <laughs>
1: And he, he said specifically that he was not, he's not trying to attack Christianity. Yeah, which was my
0: initial concern.
1: Well, no, it, his what he says is he doesn't have a problem with Christianity. He has a problem with how some Christians use Christianity. Same, same. It's them. kind of like that's yeah. my thing. Like I don't have a problem with Christianity, no. but uh, there are some Christians that the way that they use their christianity it bothers me you know like
2: using it as a weapon yeah but yeah. the
1: same thing goes for anything it's not you know i, c- I could say the same things like you know i i don't have a problem with patriots fans but there are some patriots <laughs> fans that use their patriotism to, to to get on my nerves you know
2: i got nothing against icp but <laughs> them fucking juggalos <laughs> there are some.
1: That. there are some stand-up juggalos out there but then some of them but are that's
0: only because we haven't knocked them down yet
1: <laughs> what is a juggalo just I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> no. Um but yeah. So and so it's intriguing. Like if this if this was just going to be a straight up like shit on Christianity thing, uh but basically the way cuz
2: But it's not going to be like one of those chick books, is it?
1: Either oh, little, chick tracts. Whatever. Chick it's not going to be one of those, yeah. yeah? No, no, no. No, cuz this this guy like and I'll say this, I think where some people could be hesitant about this, he's done other stuff like this that kind of reading between the lines i haven't read any of it but it did seem a lot more kind of
2: it seems like if more
1: anti-christian but like this uh, is this here it seemed like the way like in the interview what he said was like you know he's like he just imagined like if jesus came back like jesus was pretty like he's like jesus is cool if jesus came back now he just kind of he thinks that like jesus would be like you know i don't really like what you're doing with you're worshiping me like how you're doing that like you're yeah you're really big on this and i'm not big on this but you say you worship me but i don't like this but, but then you're... he's gonna get
2: the pushback of like yeah man shut up brown guy you don't know what you're doing go away well Ugh, America.
1: i don't know <laughs> uh but yeah it's intriguing <laughs> i want to check it out i like comics yeah. you know i'd get a i'd get a trade i'd buy a trade of that that's probably not um,
2: gonna be my flavor
1: I just like the idea that it's Jesus's roommates with a superhero. Yeah, not if it was more
2: like shenanigans, kind of ha-has, and less. Well, I think
1: I think it. I mean, reading between the lines here, Jesus's roommate is a superhero. I, I don't. I suspect think this I is think humor is is strongly going to be the flavor here. Yeah. So, I
2: don't know if you buy it, I would flip through perhaps, but
1: buy your own copy. Ain't oh, flip, no, flip it through my shit.
2: No, I'm gonna put my grubby hands all over it.
1: Hmm.
0: Derek, did you say you had some news? I do, and I think you should all just be very happy. Like, you know what, Derek, Dirt doesn't normally look up news, and you're right, I don't. Hey, but you, are. But
1: you stumbled upon some news, Bringing the no, news. No,
0: I may or may not have been at work on break. <gasps> my tax dollars at work he's
1: on break on though. break on break you don't get to work i break. clocked
0: out my, oh okay all
2: right yeah there.
0: and then oh wow she's she's yeah, just she... being real real aggressive and i just day day. was like hey, oh hey been,
2: ma- for this being saturday the day that we're recording it's been a god-awful shit day for my work thing so i'm a little bitter that you get to take a break
0: so anyways, I was all like, <laughs> I'll look at a thing. And then I actually yeah. found something real fast. i was like, oh, that's actually kind of interesting. Okay. Mostly because it? I just searched. For, you know what? It, it doesn't matter. The, what matters is Lane I found. A th- uh, I didn't think of a, a pun because I, I didn't Well, that's I didn't more kind of my wheelhouse. Yeah, really. But I'll, this I'll is... try and
1: think up one when you tell me what it is.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Anyways, so in a place called Fair Lawn, New Jersey, a man returns a library book. How long has he had this library book? Thirty guess. years. Thirty years, you guess?
2: Yeah.
1: I'm gonna get. I'm gonna guess fifty years.
0: Fifty five years. What? Returns it after fifty five years. I'd hate to see the fine too. on that. That's why we don't know what his name is because he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm not telling you my name <laughs> because I don't want the fine. I yeah. can't. Yeah. I can't. That
1: fine. Would do be they? ridiculous. I mean, well, okay. do you think the library would really
0: enforce that fine? No, nah, man, I was getting a book back after fi- So here's a story. <laughs> Basically, and it's not even just like a library, it's like a school library. Oh. Like he shows up to a middle school <laughs> 55 years later. He's with, lucky he was even still well, there. He well he sh- went up to the security guards at the front and was like, "Hey, can I can I talk to the principal? I got, I got like a like a thing to give him." And they were like, "What?"
2: Yeah, I don't <laughs> see where like in this, I'm, I'm, in this day and age like a 60-something-year-old dude rolling up at a middle school, un unchilded Yeah. Hi, I'd like to talk to it. Mm-mm. That does not go over real well, yeah. I could imagine. That, no, that
0: didn't go over well until they said principal. Like, oh, a grown-up. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay, you can yeah. talk to a grown-up. Yeah. yeah,
2: far away from all the children. Yeah,
0: so the, anyways, <laughs> they go and get him. Basically, what ha- what happened was yes. this man, who will remain <laughs> nameless, uh, checked out a book when he was in... School here, 55 years ago, so long ago that its it was previously a junior high school, and it's now a middle school. Yikes. Wow. Um, And he checked out a book of poetry at, it called the, the Family Book of Verse by Lewis Gannett, and he checked it out and enjoyed it so much that he kept it too long. And then he kept it too long, and he just <laughs> decided he was going to ignore all the notices to give it back. Because he was like, No, this is I like this. Yeah. As a child. And then of course, probably got lost and misplaced or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then while he was cleaning his attic, fifty five years later, <laughs> he found it and felt incredibly guilty about oh, it. Yeah. And was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this back. Turns out there's still a school there. So here's some some interesting stuff like okay, fifty five years, that's amazing. This is okay, fun. Yeah. But this is some of the more like the article was just really fun and interesting. Cause it was like telling me these in, for example, the fact that the name, the, the school wasn't even the same school anymore. It was now a middle school. Yeah. And, uh, this book was so old. It did not have a barcode because barcodes had not been invented yet. <laughs> what? Like, so they couldn't even scan it into yeah. the system. Yeah. So now they have it back, but it's in pristine condition because it's just been sitting. Yeah. And he didn't, like in a safe place for all these years. Hmm. So they're going to put it they were going to put it back in circulation, but now they're making like
2: a thing,
1: for a there. little display case. Yeah, a display
0: for it. Huh, and they're going to awesome. display it and uh let's see. So and they don't actually even know exactly when this guy checked it out. It didn't
2: because
1: have he would the little, oh, yeah, I'm the sure
2: little it... card that you stamped on it.
0: it. There was a card in there didn't have dates.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, because uh, if you think about it, though, it's probably just they just did it school year to school year. You don't really have to have a date because that book's going to get returned in that year. Well,
2: unless it was like a school library book. You didn't keep those all year. No, that's what, no, that's what I'm while.
1: saying, though. They don't... In theory, like, if you check it out in... in all Like, oh, you show up in August, you know, it's going to get returned that school year. No one's thinking that someone's going to keep this book for years on years on years. So you yeah. don't really have to put, like, yeah. exact dates. And it was
2: simpler times back yeah.
1: then. Yeah. So
0: it's... Estimated that this was checked out in the year 1964, mm-hmm. which they tell me, and I found interesting and double checked all of these things to make sure it was correct. Is the same year that the Beatles played on the Ed Sullivan Show, <laughs> nice. Uh, that the Warren Report was issued, okay, and that Martin Luther King Jr. won the Nobel Prize. Nice. Nice. Uh, it was. It's hard to know exactly how much the fee would have been 55 yeah. years later because they didn't know what the fee was. Then. then, however, if it was on the rules for, for now, now yeah. he would owe them two thousand and seven dollars and fifty cents.
2: Wow! I would have just not turned the book back in. For at that point.
1: <laughs> but he felt super guilty yeah. Yeah. and
0: wanted to give
1: it back. So I have a weird story of guilt involving a library.
0: Well, Bob, this is not the right. <laughs> no, 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 mm.
1: no, no. Okay, so uh, the my school library. Uh, I can only ever when I went to a private school. I can I can only remember two books, but there were two books there that I loved to check out. And one, uh, well, three books. One was uh, uh, that gnome thing was about the one was called I think it's called the Red Stag, and it was about the Huns and the Magyars uh, invading Europe. Anyway, it was a cool book. Uh, And then uh, I really liked this book that talked about giant catfish. (laughs) <laughs> uh, went there, but the third one I found it one time and it was awesome. It was a book all about like military guns kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was so awesome. Oh man, this is so cool! And then I turned it back in and I couldn't remember what it was called, I couldn't ever find it. I wanted to check it out again, could never find it, never find it, never find it. Uh, cut pan like the next year. You know, it's like, okay, guys, it's you've got ten minutes in the library. Go find you a book to check out. And my best friend found that book and pulled out, and he was going to check it out. And I was like, No, 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 you got to let me check this out. You got to let me check this out. And I convinced him to let me check it out. And I'm just to this day, I feel like key guilt over. Couldn't like, you have
0: just like wrote the name down so you wouldn't have forgot it?
1: Uh, I was in probably like second grade, so there's not a lot of you forethought. Shared. Yes. But, but then, but then I wouldn't be telling the story about how guilty I feel about convincing my best friend to let me check out this really awesome book instead. Hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, that's the news this week. Yeah. What?
2: what? Um, reading things. Yeah, I'm reading things. Yeah,
1: yeah. What? Oh Where no! Are, what are we reading? I'm not reading. I, uh, well, I'm reading Six of Crows right now.
0: Oh, I just bought that. Yeah. See, I knew... I had yeah. seen it somewhere, it too. But I Kindle deal or yeah. something like that? I, I bought Six of
1: Crows. Yeah. It's real good so far. And I just finished Manhood by Terry Crews, which was awesome.
2: I saw that on Audible as a suggested... Huh.
1: It was on sale. It was another one, same same place where we saw the Six yeah. of Crows. It was on sale there. I bought it. It was only like $1.99. It was amazing. Yes. Highly inspiring. Going to be making some life changes based on it. <laughs> Terry
2: Crews is so gorgeous. The coming. Like, not, not like physically attractive just like as a human being he's not unattractive
1: spoiler Mm -hmm. he was a huge piece of shit really like huge piece of shit he seemed
2: like such a lovely human being now read
1: the book now Mm -hmm. the book's like a memoir and he was hugely narcissistic Mm -hmm. everything like everyone needed to sacrifice for his dreams Mm -hmm. you're spoiling it bob that kind of deal but it shows like growth uh, growth but like nice. the growth came surprisingly late in the in the book. Yeah. But yeah, it was neat. Hmm. Good book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you reading?
2: Um, finishing up Jade City. I am incredibly close. I know that I've been saying Jade City and the Gray House since forever <gasps> February. Um, but sometimes I'm, these
0: things take time. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's frustrating. But I am legitimately real close to being done with Jade City. I'm enjoying it tremendously um with gray house i'm like 20 hours left of this 47 hour long book so over half yeah getting there yeah i'm kind of getting lost
1: (laughs) yeah everyone's name's changing
2: i'm getting lost but it's been enjoyable i don't know if there's anything that's actually happened Really? For real? <laughs> yeah. There's kind really. of there's kind of something that happened, but... There, it's
1: leading up to imply that something is going to happen. Like, so much of this book is, like, build-up. Like, something's going to happen. Something bad happened in the past. This... It's going to come back around. Something bad is like going to happen. there's probably
0: characterization going on here. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, there's a lot but of... But it's,
1: it's hard to pick up because, again, like, all these characters yeah, name change. Yeah, I got change. you. Yeah. And you... It takes a long time to figure out sometimes who people are.
2: I mean, I'm enjoying it, but I don't think... 20 something hours of a book that i've gone into there's not a whole lot that's happened mm. but it's not awful because okay. it's, it's not dune there
1: so. you started the feist book i right? did the king of ashes
2: oh i think i have that one as well yeah i, think I... you,
1: well. you talked to me about this you're kind of ambivalent on it right now it's, it's not even that it's, it's, it's good but it's not there, what you were expecting
0: there's issues with it and it's I mean, we're not going to talk about it anywhere else. I guess I can mention it. Mostly, it's just like I'm about a third of the way through the book, and I don't really feel any super connection to any of the characters because there's been three different viewpoints for 30% of the book. The book's not that long, Mm. it's about a 400 page book. I I haven't had enough time with each of these characters Mm. to really care. Well, like I care. Like this was something
1: when we were talking about this, I thought this was a really interesting point that you made. So, it's not the fact that it's three characters. It's the fact that these are three characters isolated from each other. Because I was talking about Six of Crows. I'm, like, not even halfway through the book. And I've had, like, six different viewpoint characters. Yeah. Yeah. But... They are all in the same place, in the same place, interacting with each other. So, so you, you get
2: different perspectives at the same yeah, time. Yeah, right. you're everyone's
1: seeing. You're seeing all the same stuff, just from different perspectives. And yeah. so, like with me, I've got three
0: different characters that are in completely different places. So even when it's mm-hmm. from a different person's perspective, I'm not getting to be around those other characters at the same time yeah. to continue to yeah. build the bond that I'm forming with them. Mm-hmm. So it makes it. Yeah, and and so, like, start of the strength of the first Feist book that I fell in love with was the fact that there was one viewpoint character the entire book.
2: Yeah,
1: because like in Six of Crows, Brecker is kind of the main character, you could say, and uh, he's a very Locke Lamora. He's like a mix between uh, Locke Lamora and uh, the guy from uh, Prince of Thorns. Prince of Thorns, uh, Jorg Ancraft. <sighs> He's like a sociopathic uh, Locke Lamora. And, uh, but it's like, so, sure, you get some viewpoint chapters with him, but then, like, you get your next two chapters with different people, but it's them watching him do things. Mm. So you're still getting more, you're seeing him in action, you're getting more of a feel for his character, even though he's not the viewpoint character. Neat. So... I thought that was a really good, like, yeah. and that that has caused me like look at some stuff in the past, like, okay, yeah, I can see that, you know, like something I'm going to think about going forward, like if I'm going to write a book with multiple viewpoint characters, like I've only done one book. Well, all right, so the My Capital of Nightmares has two viewpoint characters, but, but they, they are, are they're with tra- each other. They're traveling largely. together. Yeah, yeah, they travel together, and then but then in Blightborn, I have three viewpoint characters, but they're all in the same city encountering these yeah same, they can kind of come in yeah, and out of each other's yeah, they, stories. They, so that, they're constantly interacting with each other so but yeah it's something like going forward like well you know if i'm going to do something like more three viewpoint characters like maybe i don't spread because i don't write the books write i write i'm not going to write i'm not going to write epic fantasy i'm yeah. going to write shorter books yeah. like 100, 100 words is about my upper limit um so you don't get as much time to get a feel for characters so i don't i don't need to write stuff where people are wildly Disjointed. divergent right which yeah.
0: is one of the biggest problems that i had with this other book that me and bob talked about years ago called the emperor's blades which yeah. i enjoyed but the three viewpoint characters were literally spread across the entire world and while the overarching thing seemed to be working together their individual plots in the entire book never touched Like, except for the fact that they're related to each other.
2: You know, um, A Song of Ice and Fire kind of diverges like that, where in your first couple books, Mm -hmm. everybody's together. And then you've got two books where people separate off into their different plot lines. But But by that time, you've had all of that, all the previous books. Exactly give because a shit we about, about Tyrion with, to give a shit about yeah. all these other people we talked
1: about the game with uh, uh Wheel of Time Wheel of Time Wheel of Time similar. it starts you out fairly small with a very small cast not with a fairly small cast of characters for and, an epic fantasy that, yeah, yeah and they they stay you know they're more or less together so you get a feel for them before they like well shit Ran's going here Karen's actually world. going to go back and get on Bob's nerves back in the Riverlands yeah. how dare Matt's you Matt's going to go get on my nerves with the uh, Shin Chan and yeah. Rand's gonna get on my nerves with the I Sedai and the I Sedai are gonna get on my nerves in every, Re- everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. Always. Yeah. So
2: neat,
0: but yeah, neat. yeah. All right. Oh, and then an uh, audiobook. I just started another Raymond Feist book, Daughter of the Empire. Oh, which...
1: cool. I'm doing uh, I'm doing The Red Knight by Miles Cameron, which I talked to you about. It's good. It's interesting. The guy is a medievalist. He's a oh, right. Sure. He's a medieval reenactor. It, it is fantasy. There are fantasy happenings. You know, there's magic and stuff like that. But in the day-to-day stuff, it is, like, painfully accurate to medieval stuff. Like, it's very realistic. Like, very Rin fairy. And it's like, I don't necessarily sign on for this. Yeah. So, it, I'm still kind of early in it. We'll see how it pans out. Like, the plot's super interesting. But I just don't know how much I want to know about what undershirt goes under this armor. Oh. Kind of deal. Hmm.
0: It's kind of like me with hard sci-fi. Like I'm not in. I'm in. I don't
2: care about your turbo boosters, man. Lie to me. Uh, Yeah. As long as it sounds cool, whatever. Right.
0: I don't need to know the. That's not how I'm theory of relativity right now. Please. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Cool. Well, on that note, we'll wrap it up, and uh, as the misty dawn of this week breaks upon you, Mm. I hope that a gentle rain of blessing of the beard will fall upon you.
2: Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye.